It is the radio segment that just wants to dance. Oh. Laser Stories, a segment <laughs> where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like every other radio show does, except we have a laser, and those other idiots don't. This first laser story is out of the land down under. A British man named Anthony Collis was traveling with his girlfriend through a remote region of northwest Australia okay. when their car got bogged down in mud. Oh, my God. The two had no cell service and were far from town, and they didn't know what to do, so, of course, they walked off in separate directions after an argument. Oh! They got in a fight and left each other? <laughs> yep. This is at the time, you guys. While they're stranded? Yeah. The girlfriend walked for five miles before showing up disoriented at a mining camp where she reported Anthony missing. Authorities initiated a search but assumed that he was dead because he failed to appear on heat-detecting devices. Oh, my God. How no. awful do you feel? And right. you know they were arguing over something petty because it yeah, always starts with something petty. Totally. And in Australia, there's so much crazy wildlife and stuff like that. They're probably just like, they don't even search for people that long. Like, yeah. you're, you're yeah. there, they're just like, they're oh, not dead, mate. Yeah, the snake's probably yeah, got him. He's dead. Uh, <laughs> turns out Anthony was actually alive, though. He was undetectable because he'd buried himself in sand and leaves to protect from the cold, a trick that he learned from watching Bear Grylls on television. Okay. Wow. All right, Bear. Unfortunately for him, he survived so well that authorities called off the search because they couldn't find him on the heat detecting stuff. <laughs> and then his girlfriend told everybody on Facebook that he died. Oh, no. Eventually, after eating numerous beetles and other bugs to survive, he was found a week later after sending up a smoke signal that he made from old leaves and shrubs, another thing that he learned from Bear Grylls. Wow. wow Wait, so they like gave up the search after, like they didn't even let him go a week? That's what I'm saying, it's Australia. <laughs> There's like, nope, he's dead. I thought that was a joke, it's but I think you guys hour. are being serious, yeah. Afterwards, when authorities told him what happened, Anthony said he was thankful to be alive, but wished that he had been found just maybe a little bit sooner. Yeah, hey, you think they're it? gonna stay together? <laughs> maybe yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> Next laser story is out of Fountain Hill, Pennsylvania. A guy named Michael Connor got a package last week with what appeared to be a fake return address. Hmm. And when he opened it, he found a glass jar inside with a mysterious black object floating in it. What? Oh my God! Whoa. Oh my God, so what was it? Michael and his wife called 911 and the cops came and called in a hazmat team that evacuated the entire street. After some tests, authorities determined exactly what it was. The mysterious object turned out to be a piece of Godzilla's skin. that you just said made sense. Yeah. So I thought you were going to say, like, a lone olive. It turns out a few years ago, Michael donated to a crowdfunding campaign to make the next Godzilla movie, which was finally coming out. Oh. And he won a piece of memorabilia for his donation, but he forgot all about it. Yeah. So he didn't connect the dots when he got the package. Oh. <laughs> the cops say that even though the suspicious floating black object turned out to be a movie prop, he definitely did the right thing by calling them, though. Did he? Really? Yeah. So right. if you get a package you ordered from Amazon, you don't remember what it was, yeah. call the hazmat team, no matter what it is. <laughs> this next laser story is out of New York. A guy named Armando Marcage waits tables at a well-known pizza place called Patsy's. And earlier this month, a 48-year-old lady named Karen Vinegar was there uh, with her adult daughter. Uh -huh. And after their meal, Karen didn't leave a tip. Oh, Karen. <laughs> God, why do you I gotta be that person? Well, Here's unless why. The service is like awful. Yeah. The walls of the place are covered in photos of famous people who've been there, and she asked why there weren't more photos of women. So Armando joked that maybe they just don't like the pizza as much. Don't! And th those people didn't like that, 
So they stiffed him and then left. But Armando. It's a bad joke. That's yeah. why. Like, oh, you're not funny. We're it not tipping you. It wasn't even like offensive. Yeah, why are there yeah. no female celebrities on the wall? I don't know. Maybe they didn't like the pizza. I don't know. I'm How not sure. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> then Armando had a chance for some major payback because they accidentally left an envelope with a cashier's check in it for $424,000. Oh my God. This is, yeah. this is karma. Right? Like... It turned out that Karen was looking at apartments in the area and the check was for her down payment. And Armando could have deposited it since it was a cashier's check. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But, but he didn't, did ins- he? Because he's a good person. Instead, he gave it to his boss so nobody else would get their hands on it. And a little while later, Karen freaked out when she couldn't find the check, especially when her bank said that she'd have to wait three months to even try to cancel it. Oh. And she's not rich. So she's a retired social worker, and that chunk was her life savings, basically. Oh, my gosh. Luckily, the New York Daily News ended up tracking her down after they heard about the story, and she offered Armando a very nice tip as a reward, (laughs) but he declined. So he declined. She's helping with school supplies because he's working his way through med school. Dude, oh that, my God, that's, that's actually really sweet. That's kind of funny. He's like, you needed more than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cute, yeah, honey. Yeah, go, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> she apologized for stiffing him, and in the end, she kind of got what she wanted because they took a photo together, and now the restaurant is putting it on the wall. Hey! Yeah, more women. Mission yep. accomplished. Yep. This next story is out of West Palm Beach, Florida. A guy stole a Cadillac a few nights ago and was driving it out of town when a cop car suddenly appeared behind him and tried to pull him over. The car thief hit the gas and then wound up crashing into a house. Kapooya! Kapooya! And apparently he was just inches away from hitting a woman who was sleeping inside, but she wasn't hurt. Anyway, he took off running before the cops showed up and they couldn't find him. But that's only half of the story because it turns out that the cop car that pulled him over was also a stolen cop car. What? (laughs) Yeah. Was there a cop in the... Somebody had stolen a cop car and was using it to pull over random people. And he, at, like, just by chance, was trying to pull over a guy in a stolen Cadillac. Yeah, one of those people just happened to be a car thief. Shortly after the crash, the cops found out about the fake cop pulling people over, and oh they tracked that gosh. car down. And then that thief also took off running before they got there. So now the cops are on, hunt for, on the hunt for both car thieves. Both of them got away, too? Yeah. Wow. I hope they're hanging out. <laughs> this next laser story is out of Uber world. Nowadays, a fraction of people take cabs because Uber is so much easier and cheaper. But there's one reason to go old school. A new study found the average Uber or Lyft is filled with over 200 times more germs than the average taxi. What? Why? Why is there so many more germs? It's because taxis get cleaned regularly. And Ubers and Lyfts don't. Germs are measured in something called CFUs, which stands for Colony Forming Units. The average taxi has just under 28,000 CFUs per per square inch, compared to over 6 million for Uber and Lyfts. So don't take the candy? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just put that in perspective. 6 million is almost three times more bacteria than the average toothbrush holder. And it's over 35,000 times more than you'd find on a toilet seat which don't actually have that wow. much bacteria on them. You're like riding around in a mega toilet. Yeah, yeah. you are. Jeez. Yeah. As for the germiest spot in Uber, by far it's the button to roll down your window. It has the most bacteria on it. Ah, I never think of that. Yeah. I'm never so gonna now you're going to have to like, well, you just have to put your sleeve over your oh, finger when okay. you do it. <laughs> this next laser story is out of the land or sleep of sleep. I love this land. Sleepy land. Let's go back to it. Yes. According to a new study out of Australia, researchers say that they found the secret to waking up refreshed. Instead of using the alarm on your cell phone, they suggest that you dust off your old clock radio. 
really? and prepare to rock out. Okay. I do miss waking up to some tunes. Researchers say if you wake up to music instead of an alarm, it can get you out of bed faster and help you feel less sluggish and more alert. They found it's especially true if you woke up to songs that have catchy, upbeat melodies. The songs that they used in their tests were Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys what? and Close to Me by The Cure. Oh, oh, okay. I don't know, but you don't want to go too much. It'd be yeah. annoying to wake up to like, happy every oh, yeah. day. It'd be like, oh my God, kill me. The researchers also believe it works well because the melodies do a better job than an alarm clock of holding your attention, which helps to get your brain going. So there you go. Listen to Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys or Close to Me by The Cure to wake up in the morning. Yeah, okay. nobody's putting their cell phone down. Or just listen to this guy. <laughs> just that sound over and over again. That would get you out of bed. That's the sound of a turtle humping a shoe. And that means Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. We'll do it again, same time, on Wednesday.